COVID took out like half my team. <laughs> Who who's on your team? Um, I have James White. He plays for the Patriots, and he the Patriots Denver game was postponed until we don't know because so, of COVID. Because like three Patriots players have COVID now, including Cam Newton. So what happens whenever a game is postponed for your? Uh, they're listed as out, and you have to replace them. That sucks. Yeah. So then. By the way, audience. Oh, we're recording. Oh, shit. <laughs> Kobe plays uh, fantasy football. I play fantasy football with my fiance, and it makes me really happy because I really like talking shit to people. So <laughs> they let me in this season when the last time I was on a fantasy team, I didn't get yelled at, but a lot of people weren't happy with me because I was talking mad shit on the message boards. <laughs> Man, you should stop talking mad shit. I know. I really should. <laughs> and I'm not doing very well. I'm three and one, about to be three and two. So it's okay. That's not too bad. You're not uh, like. It's better than most. You're not like oh and, oh and three. No, I at, like least, I at least. Three. I at least like have a little bit four. of knowledge. I got, I got a little bit of knowledge. Got you. So. I don't know anything about fantasy football. So it gives me something to do other than sit here and contemplate my life choices. Oh yeah, on on the podcast, on the podcast, <laughs> on the podcast. I contemplate my life choices. <laughs> By the way, this is booked on a feeling. Hi, hi. Hashtag bothcast. This is your host Corey and Kobe, and this is the podcast where we talk about books and how we make how they make us feel. Except this episode's a special one. Is so special, y'all. It's so special. We are doing our own drum roll. Do 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 do. Choose your own adventure. That we wrote ourselves. We wrote our own choose your own adventure stories, and we're going to read them to each other, and it's going to be great. And I'm fucking nervous. So am I. I'm, I'm a nervous wreck. I'm pretty sure <laughs> that I didn't do it right. I don't and I think... went, I went down a, <laughs> I went down a real weird path, and I don't know. Nobody come for me, okay? Yes, this is going to be a two-parter. Uh, we're going to do one story, one episode, another story, the next episode, uh, just because we're not we're not sure how long this is going to take. But yeah, yeah, no, I I um definitely when I was doing when I was when I was writing my own, I realized how difficult it actually is to do a choose your own adventure because yeah you have to keep going back and like looping and, and oh my goodness and yeah. um. Yeah, I'm nervous. Shout out to um, inklewriter.com, I-N-K-L-E writer.com. It was a platform that I found from a very vague Google search. Yes, I used it that too. That kind of, it gives you a, a a template to use and like helps you with the links and stuff. So it was actually a little bit easier than what I thought it was going to be just using this. Yes, I but agree. But it was still very difficult because then I had to like go back and make up new stories for other stuff. I did appreciate it because it like helped me figure out if I had any uh, loose ends, any, yeah. any areas where I was like, oh, wait, shit, I need to find. <laughs> so oh, many- shit, there's like a huge store <laughs> gap in my story. <laughs> yes. So, no, but it's um honestly, it's a great, it was a great platform to use. And uh, shout out to Inkle Rider. And I'm... 
I'm nervous because like, damn, I like, I did not realize how much effort actually went into writing a choose your own adventure. It's, it's not just about writing. Like you can't just write one story and be done with it. You have to go back and then like, well, what if they made the other choice? And it's yeah. like, well, shit. So, um, and I did uh, quite a bit of preparation for this. I actually downloaded some choose your own adventure books from Kindle unlimited cause I didn't want to pay for them. So I read quite a few interesting Minecraft <laughs> choose your own adventures because those are the only nice. ones. They were the only ones that they were weren't. Free. There weren't any like Skyrim ones. I would have no. done a Skyrim one. I want to play Skyrim so bad. Skyrim's um, so fun. I'm asking for that for Christmas. But um, anyway, have but, you ever played Skyrim? No. Are you, you can get it, fucking kidding me? You can get it on Nintendo me. Switch. So that's what I'm asking are for you for Christmas. Fucking kid, I will buy it for you. You're gonna give it to me for Christmas? Yes. Thanks. Maybe, or maybe that'll be just be your wedding gift. I don't know. That's okay. <laughs> I'm okay with that. No, <laughs> I, uh, I, I delve deep into my knowledge of, um, other choose your own adventures, uh, particularly, uh, Bandersnatch, which was on Netflix. Oh yeah. That was a choose your own adventure. I forgot about that. I should have watched that. Yep. And then, uh, and yeah. And then also, uh, Elder Scrolls and Fallout, they, they're very much choose your own adventure as well because you decide on a certain choice and that will um, inevitably it'll depict like what kind of outcome you get. So I also um, re-listened because I'd listened to it a long time ago. Um, Julian Solomina and Jenna Marbles' podcast episode where they did a choose your own adventure, which was real funny. I need to listen to that. It's okay. real funny. Speaking of hilarity... Um, yours is, yours is comic, correct? Yeah. Okay. It's real stupid. <laughs> it's real dumb. Nice. I was rereading it today and I was like, what is in my brain? <laughs> so, so I, I kind of hit a creative block when I was writing mine and I hit multiple creative blocks and well, and so like I sat down and I was just like, okay, what am I going to write about? And I, I just went for like two hours. I was just like, okay, let's just do this. And <laughs> At the end of it, I was like, well, shit, there's no turning back now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and uh, so mine is not cre- mine is not um, comedic. It, it has some comedic tones, but it's it's definitely more Halloween themed a oh little bit. Oh, my God, mine's Halloween themed. <laughs> <laughs> it's the month. It's getting it's us. It's the month. It's the month. Yep. It's getting us. Oh, my nope, God. Mine's. Very Halloween themed, but also real stupid. And I tried to be, I tried to be as weird as possible. Nice, you are as weird as possible, I know. and I love you for I was it. Trying really hard to make it as Kobe as possible. So, do you want to do some icebreakers? Because I do have a question, actually. Okay, we can do an icebreaker. Up. Yeah, you have uh, one. Uh, you have one ready. You want me to go first? You go first, and I'll get one. All right. So my question is. Do you think that the uh, term Karen is a slur? And why? I guess. Because we kind of use it as like a stereotype. So I would say yes. But it's so accurate. (laughs) (laughs) It's really accurate, but it it is a slur. It is a slur. yeah, Yeah, but I mean, I've I've known several karens in my lifetime and i have uh, have i known a karen I've, i don't think i've ever known a karen really i don't think so i've i've so 
I would say like 90% of the time I've loved the Karens that I've met. I know some really great Karens just like in my life. I do, but I, but I also, um, I also think that I think that it's a slur and I think it's pretty accurate because it's like the, the name itself is, is something that, uh, you definitely would attribute to somebody who is maybe being a little bit, uh, socially stereotypical. Yeah. So, but I've, I've no, I know some great Karens actually right now, but I think it's a slur. Yeah. It definitely is a a slur. Okay, okay. I've got an icebreaker question. Go for it. Um, What commercial jingle gets stuck in your head all the time? (laughs) 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 Oh, shit. Okay, hold on. Let me think. Do you want me to answer first? No. uh, I I know it. I know it right now. (laughs) Uh, um, (laughs) It's the, the Liberty Mutual one. It's like... Liberty, 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 liberty. <laughs> <laughs> always, I'm I'm in between. Gets me. <laughs> I'm in between eight hundred five eight eight two three something empire. <laughs> like carpet or um. I have a structured settlement and I need cash now. Call JG Wentworth. Eight seven seven cash now. Eight seven seven cash now. <laughs> yeah. They that used to be stuck in my head, but they uh they stopped doing those commercials what like well, probably like five years ago. I know. What happened? <laughs> Why can't we have like commercial jingles? They tried to make everything funny. <laughs> now Geico is like they set the bar for the like funny factor with uh, the, Progressive's pretty good. Uh, Progressive's with the, with good. the hump day commercial that Geico did forever ago. <laughs> what day is it? Hump day. <laughs> I don't even watch commercials anymore, so because streaming has has got me skipping all the ads. Take my money. I don't want to watch your commercials. Take my money. <laughs> Show. Show. How are we going to? Are we going to do a coin flip to see who goes first? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So, coin has my face on one side and Kobe's face on the other. Let's do it. That was enjoyable. I enjoyed that. That was very nice. Thank you. Okay, so are we doing like heads or tails or... or... Corey or Kobe. Okay, so I'm just going to flip it and just see what happens. Just flip it, yeah. We're going to flip it and see what happens. God damn it! Is it you again? Why do we even flip this? I don't know. How does it always <laughs> land on me? At this point, I swear to God, listeners, I'm not fucking with anybody. At it, this point, it's, it's a serious. running joke that it just like it always lands on you, so you might as well just fucking go first. Oh my god! Okay. Uh. All right, and so we're gonna do we're gonna do Kobe's, and then yeah, next episode will be my story. Yay, my story! Woo. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I'm feeling really self conscious. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> this is called a bogus journey. Oh shit! Okay, wait. Does that mean I'm not really going on it? <laughs> it depends on what you choose. Okay. Written by who? By Kobe. Oh yay! <laughs> by me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
Oh, God, I'm so nervous. <laughs> so you are a paranormal archaeologist who has just discovered a tunnel underneath an abandoned blockbuster video store in oh, Joplin, shit. Missouri. Fuck yes. <laughs> All right. I'm, I'm already on board. I want to be this. This discovery could very well make your career, so you've hired the best the best excavation team available. <laughs> your team has already uncovered a strange-looking stone door that's covered in intricate designs. You're not sure what culture they're from, and you can't discern what they're trying to say. Do you? A. Wait for a translator to come to the site before destroying the door. Maybe what's in there could bring about trouble for you and the team. B. Say fuck it and demand to have the door broken down. Okay, so there is just two choices. Just two choices. Okay, good, because mine only has two choices for <laughs> when we get to it. Uh, fuck it, break the door down. Okay. The stone door is destroyed, leaving only a pile of rocks to reveal a dark corridor. Armed with a flashlight, you begin a long trek down farther underground until you make it to yet another stone door. But this one doesn't have any designs on it, so there's, no, there's nothing to lose from breaking this one down. You break the stone door down and walk into a dark room when suddenly a series of torches flicker to life around the circular room. Amazed, you almost miss the giant silver sarcophagus wrapped in chains lying in the middle of this enormous room. <laughs> Curious, you step closer to see what the chains uh, to see that the chains are tightly bound around this silver box. Why are these here? A. Cut that shit off, let's hurry up and see what's inside. <laughs> B. Uh Maybe we should just take the box with us and open it in a more controlled environment. Oh, shit. Okay, so part of me is like thinking, okay, I already busted down the door. Clearly, I'm impatient. I should probably just cut the chains off, right? Because that's my character at this point. I mean, you don't have to be a character. You can just choose whatever. Whatever floats your floats your boat tickles uh, you know your fancy what? until until something backfires i'm gonna go ahead and just go with this like brute force like just cut the fucking chains off do it okay all right once something backfires then maybe i'll <laughs> rethink myself you yell for a set of bolt cutters and begin to cut away the chains around the box what kind of chains are they are they what metal they're like steel i guess they're like the like regular like steel chains like the big thick chains <laughs> okay as they begin to fall to the floor, you start to hear to hear humming coming from the box. Undeterred, you continue to open the box. As you lift the lid, a puff of smoke releases that faintly smells of stale marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> I promise there's... This is the marshmallow man? <laughs> no, shut up. <laughs> you finally have the box open, and lying in front of you with its eyes closed is a beast. One with sharp claws and fangs as big as your fingers. Stunned, you back away. The creature opens its eyes to reveal red irises and it starts to sit up. It looks around the room with a quizzical look on its face when its eyes land on you. It stands, gets out of the coffin to approach you. <laughs> I thought I was going to do a voice for this part and I don't think I will. <laughs> Who are you and why have you woken me, says the beast gruffly. You explain that you're a scholar who's discovered this chamber and opened the coffin to see what was inside. And what do you plan to do with this discovery then? 
You, repl- you reply that you simply want to learn more about the world we live in, especially the supernatural phenomena that humans don't fully understand. And why Blockbuster Video was so popular. <laughs> why Blockbuster Video has a secret tomb underneath it. <laughs> Seemingly satisfied with your answer, the beast begins to morph into a human man. The fur on its body begins to fall away. Except when it- <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> this is going to get stupid real quick. It goes from zero to stupid real fucking quick. The fur on its body begins to fall away. When it lifts its face, you notice that this man looks familiar. (laughs) OMG, he looks exactly like Keanu Reeves. What the fuck? (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm crying. I I I didn't realize how dumb this was until I'm reading it back. Okay. You ask the man beast who he is, and he bluntly replies that his Keanu name that his name is Rianu Keeves. Oh shit. <laughs> and that he is a werewolf that has been locked in a coffin for 35 years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he explains that he has a brother who is human but immortal, and in order for his brother to seek fame as an actor, the Illuminati had kidnapped Rianu and locked him in a sarcophagus. (laughs) Okay, I'm hot. (laughs) That's why Keanu's so good. Okay, so... that Matrix fame. (laughs) You have two options. Do you A, ask Rianu if he wants to go back to the surface world where he can seek revenge on the Illuminati and his brother? Or B, do you lock Rihanna back into his coffin, potentially saving your own life? <laughs> I'm going to lock that bitch up because nobody can touch my Keanu Are Reeves. Are you for real? Yeah. You want to lock him up? Okay. <laughs> Keanu Reeves, my man, man. <laughs> you signal for one of your excavation team to shoot a crossbow at Rihanna. <laughs> With the silver-tipped arrow buried in his chest, Rianu weakly drops to the floor. You and a few other of your men manage to stuff the decrepit werewolf immortal <laughs> back into his silver coffin. And as you close the door of the coffin, Rianu begins screaming, begging you to let him be free. You slam the door shut and wrap the chains back around the coffin. You and your team leave, using C4 to blast the openings of the coffin room and the tomb to never be found by anyone ever again. 30 years later. Oh, Jesus. Wow, there's a time There's a time jump. Okay. By the way, this is one of the endings, so we'll have to go back and you'll have to make some different choices. <laughs> 30 years later, you're the laughing stock of the paranormal archaeology community. You had published a book about the secret tomb and the story that Rianu had, shortly, had told you shortly after you sealed the tomb shut for eternity, but no one believed you. Because who on earth would believe that one of Canada's sweethearts would be so evil or that the Illuminati is even real? (laughs) Scorned and humiliated, you had escaped to a a remote location in the Amazon (laughs) with a blow-up doll of Pamela Anderson that you've renamed Inflatia as your only friend (laughs) slash lover. You reflect on the things you could have done while you're fishing in the Orinoco River. (laughs) You're so wrapped up in your own thoughts that you don't hear the rustling leaves behind you until it's too late. Oh, shit. A boa constrictor has wrapped itself around your neck. And as you struggle to breathe, you fall into the river. (laughs) 
<laughs> where you're quickly attacked by a school of piranha. Oh, my fuck God. You struggle to swim and call out to your beloved vinyl vixen who is still sitting on the shore unharmed. Jesus Christ. But she can't save you. <laughs> you drown, but only your skeleton remains once the piranha has successfully eaten every morsel of your flesh. Fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I've never been so happy to die. <laughs> Okay, okay. So we need to start over. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. You took, because you didn't go to the main storyline, so you completely veered off course. I didn't, I didn't expect you to really like Keanu Reeves. Okay. So you're a paranormal archaeologist. Do you want to... Do you want to wait for a translator, or do you want to say fuck it? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Do you want to just go back to that other one and pick the pick help Rianu? Yeah, okay. I guess. Okay. So we asked we asked Rianu Rianu Keeves if he wants to go back to the surface world where he can seek revenge on the Illuminati and his brother. Okay. This one's this part's long and it's weird. Okay. <laughs> I went all out for this. I did so much research for this because I wanted it to be seemingly accurate. By the way, don't know if anybody knows or cares. Keanu Reeves' favorite food is marshmallows, which is why the coffin smells like yeah, stale I did not marshmallows. Know that. <laughs> Rianu replies that he wants nothing more than to than to exact his revenge for the people that had wrongly imprisoned him. At your home in Dayton, Ohio, Rianu begins to tell you his story. <laughs> I'm crying. <laughs> Rianu had been born. Rianu had been born in uh, 1841 in France. His younger brother Keanu had been born in 1847. Back that, by the way, just to preface, this is based off of an actual conspiracy theory about a guy that has an older brother that people think is Keanu Reeves. Like, I actually, this is actually like a true story. Oh shit. Um. Okay, you're, you're like... I told I, you, I went all out when for I, shit. When I do mine, people are going to be so disappointed. <laughs> <clears throat> Back then, uh, they both had been known as the Maunet Brothers, two French actors that were the talk of the town in the early 1900s. Paul Maunet, Keanu, had gone to college for medicine and was at the top of his class. Jean Monnet Sully, Rianu, had become a critically acclaimed actor with a theater company in Paris. In 1870, Paul had discovered the recipe for an, for an immortality elixir, which included blood from a werewolf. The brothers wanted to live forever, so they drank the elixir and became immortal werewolves. Keanu, being jealous of his older brother's acting career, decided, decided to take Acting, take up acting himself and began garnering attention in the same circles as Rianu. In 1922, the brothers had lived for so long that their youthful faces had become suspicious, so they faked their deaths. Inciting that the Maunet brothers had died of heart attacks, Rianu insisted that they needed to live under the radar for at least a hundred years so that anyone that had, that had ever known them and their children were long dead. 
but Keanu was not satisfied with living his secret life. In 1984, the Illuminati approached Rianu, asking him to come out into the spotlight once again and infiltrate himself into the entertainment community as a famous actor. Rianu, knowing that it would be logical to keep him and his brother safely in hiding, turned down the offer. However, Keanu was so blind with jealousy that the Illuminati approached his older brother rather than him for the task, sought out the group, and accepted. They locked up his brother to keep him from interfering. Rianu explains his plan to capture Rianu and to capture Keanu, I got them mixed up, and lock him <laughs> in the very tomb that he had left Rianu in. He asks you to join him on his mission. Do you, A, tell him, this ain't none of my business, brothers need to work out their own shit, or B, agree to help, provided that you get to chronicle the entire journey for a thesis project that you've been working on. Okay, first question. Am I like in a, in college or something? I don't You said thesis? Yeah. Am Everyone's got like a dissertation that they're working on. You're working on your PhD. <laughs> Pretty huge dude. <laughs> <laughs> no. But two, Keanu is like like a a world-class treasure. Like I don't want to take Keanu. Keanu is a world-class world-class treasure. But Keanu he, Reeves is Keanu Reeves with the is, is the, but he's the one that I know and love. <laughs> I don't know. I need you to take that out of your brain for at least just this. Or we're okay. going to not I'm going to help Rianu. I'm going to help okay. Rianu. Let's okay. go for we're it. We're going to we're going to help him. <laughs> this is where it gets extra stupid. <laughs> I don't know why. So, when I was trying to figure out, so I stopped there and I couldn't figure out what to do next, and so Wes was like you got to make a team. Oh, shit. <laughs> you and Ke- you and Rianu make a plan, but first need to gather a team. Standing, <laughs> standing at a Greyhound bus station, staring up at the bus schedule, you look over to Rianu and decide to A, head to Los Angeles, or B, head to Rockefeller Plaza. In New York? Yeah. Uh, Los Angeles. Stop. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> You and Rianu head to L.A. where you find Paula Abdul banging outside of the doors of the set where they film American Idol. Oh, my God. Let me back in. Let me back. Let me be a judge again, please. She desperately cries. Uh, Miss Abdul, can I talk to you for a sec? You say gently. She turns to you and gives you a questioning look. What do you want? As you begin explaining the situation, she interrupts you. Son of a bitch, I'm in. (laughs) Where do you go next? A, Rockefeller Plaza, or B, Gotham City? Gotham City, fuck yeah. (laughs) Stay away from New York. (laughs) You have to go there eventually. God damn it. Oh, wait, I think I fucked it up. Oh, no. You have to go to Rockefeller Plaza first, I'm sorry. It's okay. Rockefeller Plaza. Hold on, I have to go Rocka, Rockefeller Plaza. Rockefeller Rockefeller Plaza. Okay, so we went to Los Angeles. We're going to Rockefeller. After Los Angeles, right? After LA. Okay. You breathe in the crisp air as you and Rianu are ice skating at Rockefeller Center. <laughs> After completing a perfect double Lutz, <laughs> Rihanna looks back at you. Let's get down to business. <clears throat> 
You both head up to the Today Show studio where you find Carson Daly yelling at Tara Reid to leave him alone next to the craft services table. I love Tara (laughs) Reid. You and Rianu decide to wait off to the side until the argument is over. (laughs) I just want you to work on Sharknado 7 with me, Tara begs. There is seriously no fucking need for this for a seventh Sharknado. The last one was called the last Sharknado. Why the hell would you keep going? Carson argues. Do you a interrupt them? What you need to ask is way more important than another fucking movie about sharks. Or B just send him an email. <laughs> Am I trying to like hire Carson? Yeah. Or, oh shit! I wanted Tara. <laughs> You're going to interrupt them? Yeah, I'll interrupt them. (laughs) You interject yourself in between Tara Reid and Carson Daly. Carson, you ask, I need your help. And explain the whole story. You take a deep breath as you finish and look over at Rianu, who has Tara Reid occupied. Son of a bitch, I'm in, declares Daly. (laughs) Okay, so now you're... um, do I have my to, team yet? Yeah, you've got, you've got Paul Abdul and you got Carson Daly. Okay, so you and Rianu are in the famed Gotham City, the home of the elusive Batman and the manic Joker. As you walk down a dark alley, a black figure appears in front of you. As the figure lifts its head, you notice that it's none other than Adam West. <laughs> <clears throat> but isn't he dead? Yep, this is the ghost of Adam West dressed in George Clooney's Batman costume with the nipples. Why why George Clooney? Because it has the nipples? Because it has the nipples. Oh my God. A little confused, you look to Rihanna, who looks as if he's greeting an old friend. Rihanna begins to explain the situation and asks Ghost Adam West if he'd be willing to help. Ghost Adam West only has a request um, to be taken over to Robert Pattinson after everything is over so that way he can haunt the new Batman. Jesus Christ. You and Rihanna agree. Then son of a bitch, I'm in, cries Ghost Adam <laughs> West. <laughs> With your team assembled, you head back to your headquarters, which is a storeroom in an old circuit city that is now a spirit Halloween location. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's a little dingy and dusty, but it was free. Your team is focused on Rihanna as he stands at a chalkboard at the front of the room explaining his master plan on how to take down Keanu Reeves and the Illuminati. You hear a rustling outside of the storeroom. Do you A, check out the sound, or B, stay where you are? Uh, check out the sound. I got a badass team oh behind bitch. me. You are. <laughs> you walk outside of the storeroom when suddenly you're grabbed from behind and thrown into a broom closet. Your assailant turns on the overhead light and whispers in your ear, It's Britney, bitch. (laughs) Yes. Yes, the Britney Spears has pushed you into a broom closet and is staring at you as you internally fangirl the fuck out. I don't have much time before your ragtag group out there comes looking for you, so I'm only going to say this once. I'm part of an elite secret society, and we know that you've released that mangy mutt from his coffin. The powers that be aren't too happy about that, but we're willing to cut you a deal. A, join the Illuminati. They've got Britney Spears. Who knows who else? This could be awesome. B, declare war. Absolutely not. I made a promise to Rianu to help him. I can't back out now. Uh, I'm going to (laughs) declare war at this point. Okay. 
You tell Britney Spears to shove it and elbow your way out of the broom closet. You head back to the room and listen to the rest of the briefing. Rihanna is giving you intel on Keanu. What's your plan? A. Corner Keanu at the pre-production of The Matrix 4 and quietly replace Keanu with Rihanna in order to keep the peace. Or B. Go in guns blazing. You want to expose the Illuminati to keep this mess to ha- from happening to anybody else. Go in guns, guns blazing. <laughs> I'm just like thinking John Wick. Like, let's do it. <laughs> you are immediately apprehended by the Illuminati thugs. Keanu looks on with a smirk as you and your friends are carted away. You're forced onto a plane and are knocked out with chloroform. <laughs> two years later, <laughs> you have been working in a sweatshop for the last two years making My Little Pony toys. You assume that Rihanna has either locked has either been locked back up in that dark tomb or killed, but you weren't told anything. Paula Abdul and Carson Daly work alongside you while the ghost of Adam West is used as a plaything by her captor. You don't see an end in sight and there is no hope for escape or even death. Damn. Yep. Is that the end? <laughs> that is one of the endings, yes. <clears throat> so Okay. Do you want to do the other one? Yeah. Yeah, let's keep going. Do you want to do just like all of the endings? Because they're all really stupid. Mm. I want to survive this shit. Let's go. (laughs) We've declared war. So we're going to corner Keanu at the pre-production of The Matrix 4 and quietly replace Keanu with Rihanna in order to keep the peace. All right, I'll do that. You and your team have cornered Keanu in his trailer in L.A., the ghost of Adam West has Keanu wrapped up in a Batman line launcher. Carson Daly and Paulo Abdul are acting as lookouts. Rihanna looks down menacingly, menacingly at Keanu, who is calmly staring back. You inject Keanu in the back of the neck with a tranquil with a tranquilizer. Can't fucking talk tranquilizer. <laughs> and while his body sags, you bid goodbye to your friend Rihanna. You, because Rihanna is. No, I get, I get that. I'm just sad about Keanu. <laughs> you, the ghost of Adam West, Carson Daly, and Paula Abdul head to that abandoned blockbuster video where it all began and lock Keanu Reeves away into the very coffin he had put his own brother in. As you leave, you blast the door to the tomb um, closed so that way no one will ever find it again. Ten year, By the way, all of them have jump cuts. Ten years <laughs> later... <laughs> You've published a very widely renowned thesis on your adventures with Rihanna Keeves. You're very respected in the archaeology community and are often invited to give lectures at very prestigious universities around the world. Oh, shit. Rihanna Keeves is a six-time Oscar-winning actor and has lately been working on his most recent rap album that's predicted to win a Grammy. (laughs) (laughs) Is he going to get an EGOT? Probably. I don't know. (laughs) Paula Abdul is now a permanent judge on American Idol. Currently, she is also working with Harry Styles, Susan Boyle, and Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> <laughs> no Simon Cowell. No Carson Daly finally got a restraining order against Tara Reid and has recently taken over the Late Show from Stephen Colbert. The ghost of Adam West was sent to train Robert Pattinson, who immediately quit the role. <laughs> <laughs> he is now haunting the newest Batman, Taylor Lautner, who has plans for a DCU Twilight crossover. Oh my fucking god! The Please end. not! Please not! Please go back! Go back! I don't go want back. that! No. I don't want that! <laughs> no help! 
<laughs> okay. All right. So we're back at the beginning. <laughs> at the beginning? Because that was an ending. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So let's wait for a translator. All right. I'll wait for a tran- translator. Yeah. Go for it. You call on your best buddy, Giorgio A. Tusakalos, better known as the aliens guy from Ancient Aliens. You, okay. send, you send him some pics of the door and ask him to come to the site. When he arrives, he also brings a small dorky woman who introduces herself as Mildred Strike. Mildred is a very uh, well-educated cryptologist who was on site when the black sarcophagus was discovered. And she famously created some of the codes used by the Freemasons. You ask her if she can read what's on the door. She tells you that it is a very old language, and it's doubtful that you could find someone to translate it. But she tells you that this could be an amazing amazing project for her and her team if you allow her to take some pictures to her lab in D.C. for research. Do you? A. Break down the door. You're way too curious about what's behind it to bother with even more research. Or B. Take her up on her offer and travel to D.C. with some high-res pics of the door. At this point, I've broken down the door already. Yeah, you've already broken down the door, and it goes down sort of the same path of a couple different endings. I'll let her take the pics. Okay. With your team waiting for orders back in Missouri, you and Mildred head to D.C. Upon arriving, she takes you to an underground library beneath the Smithsonian, where she says that there has to be a book somewhere in this large-ass room that has a lead for what's written on the door. She says large-ass room? Yes. In this large-ass room. You and Mildred spend two whole weeks together, Reading day after day. Jesus. You start to see just how attractive she is. All right. With her straw-like hair and thickly rimmed glasses that make her look, make her eyes look like little tiny mouse eyes. <laughs> Do you, A, tell yourself that you're feeling this way because you and Mildred have been stuck together for a long period of time and there's no way you would lis- risk losing focus on the task at hand, or B, act on your feelings Lay one on her and get that Carmex chapstick all over your mouth. <laughs> See, I'm gay. So. <laughs> no, B, I'll lay one on her. Okay. It's all over her. <laughs> this is one of the endings. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. You kiss Mildred, who immediately punches you in the eye. As you roll around on the floor in agony, she tells you that she won't help a pervert. Dejected, you decide to go back to your hotel so you can regroup. As you lay on your bed, a dark shadow looms over your prone body. A light glints off of a large knife that has been lifted over your chest. Some being in all black plunges the knife deep into your chest, telling you in a very deep voice that you're being killed for the things you know. The last thought you have is that the person smelled like helmet laying cologne for men, which Keanu Reeves notoriously wears. What the fuck? Okay. All right. Rewind. Let me not kiss Mildred. <laughs> she is a black widow. Let me tell you. Okay, so you're like, nah, I ain't gonna nah, kiss her. I'm not gonna kiss her. <laughs> you shake away those weird ass thoughts about your coworker and continue reading. Four days later, Eureka! You shout. Eureka! You found a very old book that has pictures of similar designs that are on your mysterious door. As you read, you start to panic. The markings on the door trace back to the terrifying group called the Illuminati. Do you, A, fuck that, I'm not going to mess with the Illuminati and possibly get myself killed, or B, keep on researching. You have an urgent need to solve this mystery and finally gain the respect you deserve in the archaeology world. 
Okay, so if I say fuck that, then I feel like that's the story's over because I feel like, nah, bro, I'm not going to touch that. So I'm going to go ahead and keep researching. Go for it. You begin to read this ominous book and you determine that the markings were derived from the now uncommon hobo code. Oh my God. From the pictures you had taken of the stone door, you determined that the symbols all pretty much mean to stay away, to stay the hell away from the door. You can't get any other information out of the book about what could possibly be inside, which still leaves your mystery unsolved. Do you, A, cut the chains? Like, go for it. Go okay. d- destroy everything. Or B, hmm, if the hobos knew when to stay away after reading these symbols, maybe I should too. I'm going to stay away. Okay. 15 years later. Oh, my God. (laughs) You're married to someone that you don't love. Oh, shit. You have no children, and you are currently dying of a mysterious illness. As you lie in your hospital bed alone, you begin to imagine what your life could have been like if you weren't such a fraidy cat and opened that damn door. About five years earlier, you'd gone back out to that abandoned blockbuster video in Joplin, Missouri only to find that it had been torn down and replaced with a Starbucks slash Church of Latter-day Saints slash Chase Bank because there's a fucking every, they're on every fucking corner nowadays. Your dream has been dead for quite some time, but you can't help but wonder what that mysterious tunnel could have uncovered. You close your eyes for the last time after looking out of your window at Trump General Hospital. Ew. Yeah. No wonder you died. Damn. That sucks. Um, that's the worst ending i know right (laughs) so okay so we're gonna say fuck that i'm not gonna mess with you you just found the book and you find out that it's about the illuminati Mm -hmm. and you're gonna say no i'm not gonna mess with that shit ain't got time for that okay so you tell mildred that you shouldn't be putting your nose where you don't belong and leave the library As you wander around, you decide to go see the stone door one last time. You travel back to Joplin, Missouri, and stand in front of that hidden door. Your very first discovery. Do you, A, bid that part of your professional life adieu? You can always go back to teaching at the University of Daytona. I'm sorry, the University of Dayton. Or B, decide to hell with it. Hashtag YOLO, let's knock this goddamn door down. (laughs) We're going to bid that part of our professional life adieu. Okay. Oh, wait, but you're married to someone you don't love. I forgot that I used the same ending for that. (laughs) Just kidding. And then the other one goes back to where it was before. Okay. We're going to go, I think my favorite ending. We only have two endings left. All right. Actually, Rianu just asks you to join him on his mission. And you say, uh, this ain't none of my business. Brothers got to work out their own shit. Yeah. Okay. 40 years later, you had 40 le- fucking 40 years, years later. <laughs> you had left Rianu in the tomb that day, promising him that he could stay free to exact whatever revenge he wanted as long as you didn't have any part in it. Keanu Reeves disappeared from the media, but you aren't sure if both Rianu and Keanu are dead or if they've gone into hiding. Keanu's a fucking treasure, though. This is just upsetting. It was really to me. hard. I really wanted to change it to Mel Gibson, but it just didn't track. It didn't work Damn. out with the rest of the choices. 
<laughs> you've been labeled you've been labeled as a quack due to the extensive thesis that thesis that you had published about the Illuminati and the Rianu Keanu conspiracy. You've been relegated to a life of shame, but you had just enough money to purchase an AI robot that you've named the Sperminator. What the fuck? <laughs> it is the only love you've ne- ever known, and it doesn't ever refuse sex. And it's also genderless. Hashtag inclusive. That's nice. Despite factory warnings, you decide to celebrate 30 years of unconditional love with a soak in your jacuzzi with your beloved. <laughs> However, your efforts to keep the electrical cord out of the tub was futile. Oh, no. You die of electrocution with only your vinyl vixen as company. Oh. Yeah, so you died. Sperminator. Oh, no, she killed you. He killed me. It killed you. They. Whatever. Both. <laughs> it's a uh, they, them. Ladies and then them to them, them to men. Oh, my God. Did you have a stroke? <laughs> I'm trying to quote. I'm trying to quote another podcast. I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen. Okay. So we already said this ain't none of my business. I'm thinking. We okay. Can... Now we're going to join the Illuminati with Britney Spears. Oh, shit. Okay. I don't want to join them, but okay. I'll do it. For the sake of just finding out the last two endings, let's say yes. All right. Oh, three endings. I have three endings left. You tell Britney Spears that you'd love to join the Illuminati with her. She tells you that she's pleased and whisks you away from the abandoned circuit city to a private jet. You sip on champagne in a comfy chair as she explains what's to happen next. Oh, man, I should have chosen this to begin with. (laughs) (laughs) You'll be meeting one of our leaders. He'll help you with the next steps to take down that dog and his misfits. What? Taken aback, you just now realized what you've done. Do you A, say, who cares? You didn't know any of them anyway. Let's join the Illuminati and hopefully get to hang out with Beyonce. Or B, Rihanna was a victim and you still feel responsible for helping him. Maybe you should think of another plan to help him out. B, Rihanna is a victim. Well, Brittany's back is turned. You managed to race up to the cop to the cockpit to find that it's been put on autopilot you lock the door behind you and try to find find out how to fly this damn thing you get the autopilot turned off and are shakily shakily steering the plane but even the things you learn from watching snakes on a plane over 100 times (laughs) couldn't teach you how to operate a plane so you end up crash landing in the middle of a forest in a ball of flame (laughs) oh my god like the barefoot bandit exactly (laughs) oh my god okay Mm-hmm. It makes me go all the way back to the beginning and it's making me mad. So now we're going to say, fuck everybody, let's join the Illuminati. Okay. This one's my favorite. All right. <laughs> Ten years later, your best friend is Tom Hanks and your children are best friends with Blue Ivy, Sir, and Rumi, which are all Beyonce Beyonce's, and yeah, yeah, Jay-Z's I got you. kids. Rihanna and company had been apprehended shortly after you left that abandoned circuit city's turned spirit Halloween. Rihanna was locked back into a silver coffin and buried deep in the Mojave Desert. Paula Abdul was never given another chance to judge on American Idol and instead traveled to Japan where she's become the dancing panda mascot for a popular candy in Tokyo. (laughs) The (laughs) The ghost of Adam West roams the streets of Gotham City, never finding peace. Carson Daly took out a restraining order on Tara Reid. He still works with the Today Show. And Tara is working on Sharknado 16, skating on Finn Ice. <laughs> TM, 
Fucking come for me, Sharknado people. That's a great ass fucking movie title. I was so proud of myself for that. <laughs> oh, so good. Keanu Reeves is still one of the most beloved act- actors in Hollywood and is currently working on John-, John Wick 5 and a reboot of The Lake House. The end. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Arguably oh, one of his worst movies was The Lake House. Really? I think so. I've never seen it. God, it was an awful ass movie. <laughs> and I'm not the only one. Jesus. Wow. All right. So we went through all the endings? Mm, we got one more. Okay. Oh, wait. No, we did all of them. Oh, crying. So okay. do you have thoughts, concerns, comments, questions? Yours is fucking funny. I tried to make it really funny. And I tried to do as much research as possible so that way it was somewhat put together. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening to Kobe's story. I know I enjoyed it. (laughs) I hope y'all laughed a lot because it was real stupid. Rihanna Keeves, you're my boy. You're my homie. Sorry, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, don't come for me. (laughs) Don't come for me. No, please come for us and bring us popularity. I mean, don't hate me. (laughs) Don't hate me. I love you, Keanu Reeves. Please be my friend. Yes, I love you. Um. Yeah, tune in next week for Corey's story. Yep. That rhymes. Lol. Yep. Corey's story. Yes. We'll hope. hope we'll hope it uh stands up to uh It will. I believe its predecessor. it. I, b- I believe that it will. <laughs> All right. So, until next time. Bye. bye.